With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome in. DNVR Bets Daily. And, you know, Andre, I've always been a guy who wanted to be a smart better. Like, I, I've i always mm. wanted to be that type of guy who's like, yeah, I just, you know, I just hammer minus 137 favorites and just rake in the cash, you know. And, no. man, I got to tell you, as of late, one, I have not been a smart better. And two, I've been, I'm getting paid off for not being a smart better. Yeah, and it's yeah. really creating bad habits. I mean, Dre, in the last yeah two days, I am um t- two and eight betting. Oof! But I'm only down like two units because I keep making stupid bets that are paying off for me. <laughs> so, so what's like the best bad beat that's hit thus far? The best bad bet that's hit so far, yeah, um, is. Colin Morikawa to win the tournament <laughs> last week. <laughs> he admits it. He admits it. Well, we've all known for weeks now. He admits it. I love it. Um, and then so last night we've got this UFC card. We're hanging out down at the DNVR bar, which was a blast. Yes. Uh, good to see some people down there and watch the fights. You, me, and Allie took in the fights, and boy, oh boy, did absolutely nothing at all go our way for the entire card um we get a terrible decision on uh benoit which you were right about his name i was wrong sorry um uh we get screwed on that one we there's upsets early in the card we didn't get any of those and then it's chalk from there on out uh or, or sorry yeah and then we you know have cater to finish he doesn't finish um everything there's no knockouts which is kind of a bummer uh except apparently early in the fight there was a bunch and late in the fight it all went the distance yeah nothing we thought was going to (laughs) happen happened yeah except the fight's over the card's done i'm i get in the car and i gotta throw on the fight night post game show because we've got one last piece of action that could be decided at any time, which is the fight of the night prop. Now, if you remember, you kind of told me about the fight of the night prop uh, yeah. early on, just the, you know, oh, you could that could be a fight of the night, and that's something you can bet on. Right. And as we went through the fights, we, you know, you you said it first, but we both kind of settled on, oh, this. Razak versus Laziz. Laziz. I, I mean, I have no chance at these names. Um, that Judo one, Thunder against the Sniper. Yes, Judo Thunder against the Sniper. That one has fight of the night potential. And we both love We're like, oh, new guy. That gives him a little boost. If right. he can stay in there, they're going to love him. Right. So I go through this whole thing. I got to watch the whole fight post-fight show. 
there's an awesome interview with Laziz where he says he wants Mike Perry in the next fight. And there's this nice girl there and she's like, you know, doing the interview. And she's like, why did you say that you want Mike Perry so badly? And he's like, because I think he's an idiot and I want to punch him in the face. Oh, my God. This is amazing. I'm so glad I watched this. This is incredible. Laziz, uh, I think that's his name. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Uh, that made me like him a lot more. Um, now we've gone back and forth on mm. on Mike Perry. We First, have. we hated him. We should have trust our instinct yeah. on it because after we gave him redemption, we're like that guy is actually pretty chill. Then he like beat up an old man in a bar or something. Yeah. Um, which is like you know, I thought the whole like martial arts thing was like you're you're not supposed to use your powers for evil. Yeah, he must have missed that class. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, uh, that that ends. And then finally, uh, oh, by the way, while they're breaking down the Laziz fight, all three <laughs> announcers are like, this this guy's in for some bonus money. This is the fight of the night. And I'm like, yes, please, please. Yes. And then they put up the graphic with all of the bonuses. And there it is, fight of the night, Laziz and Razak. And apparently Razak missed weight, so he didn't even get his bonus, which sucks for him. <laughs> But 100K to Laziz and uh, 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 1,100 to 1. No, not 1,100 to 1. Uh, plus 1,100. <laughs> 1,100 to 1. Yeah, You're having a much better day. Uh, plus 1,100 hits uh, for that to be fight of the night, which yep. not only gets me out of an 0 for 3 night on UFC, yep. actually gives me some profit. I should hope so. I mean, at those odds, that's a... Uh... That's pretty nice. And you kept saying, because we, we liked Razak Al-Hassan so much, you kept saying, well, where's a good a good thing to bet on? Because him to get the KO wasn't really good odds. Him to win, you know, early. There was no... And so I said, okay, well, if there's really... Because this is going to be a fun fight. If there's one line that's going to be nice, it's going to be that one. And I uh, I can't believe that hit. That's uh, That's pretty magical. So there we go. Dumb bet pays off. Yep. Fight of the night, completely arbitrary. Um, oh. Well, I just mean like you're betting on some sure. guy's opinion. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's true. It's just not smart. But when it hits, it hits. Uh, and then, you know, just a rough go of things out there on the course today at Memorial for my guy, mm. Jim Furyk. Um, not a bad day by any means. I guess kind of what you would expect for a guy who just like hits the fairway, hits the green and two putts, he shot even. Uh, and six under is the leader. My guy is leading. How did I let this happen? Bro, I've known you a long time, but we've only been talking golf for a month. And the one thing I know about you as a golf watcher is that Tony freaking Finau is your guy. He's mine. But- before Colin Morikawa, before anyone, you've always talked up Tony. We've had him as kind of a sprinkle in other tournaments. You like that driver. Um, and yeah, yeah, finally that driver was accurate. He wasn't just bombing it. He was also accurate. He also had like three bogeys, but had like eight. I mean, he just killed bombs. It, man. He absolutely uh, killed it. Big Tone. Like, how do I not get in on Big Tony? I, I just don't understand what I was... Here's what happened is I got a little high on my own supply, if you will. Mm, and mm. I thought I controlled the future. And so right, I was just like, well, right. might as well go 200 right. to one here uh, and and get Jim Furyk. 
but I forgot my own principles um, because I got away from my own principles last week and it paid off. Again, dumb being dumb has been paying off for me recently. Well, why don't you share your principles for us? What's the the book of RK? <laughs> I mean, you always sprinkle Big Tony. Uh, you give Ricky Fowler some love. Oh, mm. uh, that hasn't been working lately. Yep. yep. And then you pick some other guy who looks cool, like has a beard, or you know, like like a Gary Woodland, who's up there at the top. You know, Gary, that's a guy who it. falls inside of my principles. Yeah. Um, but it's just not. I got away from it. And uh, apparently, according to our guy, uh, Ethan over here, Big Tony shot a 59 last week in practice rounds. How did I not have this information? Whoa. He took a little time off, and now Big Tony's on fire. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of taking time off and then being on fire, Bryson DeChambeau, who thanks oh. to our guy Spencer Smith with the, uh, with the picks, who came with the guest picks yesterday, gave me my only win of the day on the golf course. Bryson DeChambeau to have his longest drive over 355. Dre, I think he could have done that with his putter. Because Pretty much. he hit a drive today 423 yards. And like I know that you're you're kind of new to the golf game. I've never seen that in my life. 423, yeah. just casually. And I want to make sure you don't forget to say this, so I'm just going to say it. Dre says to me before the show, uh, Bryson DeChambeau is playing golf as the crow flies, which is like the most perfect thing I've heard about this so far. He's just like, okay, so we're here and the hole's there. Let me just aim right at that and just swing as hard as I can. That's what he did on that 423. <laughs> like, dude, that's what he did. It's like the course goes like this. He just cut the thing in half. It's insane. He's playing a different game right he now. Yes. Um, and, you know, I say this because I don't want them to have to rework all these courses. Thankfully, he's not as dialed in with his short game as he should be. I mean, not you would think all. when you have 50 yards into every hole, you'd practice that shot a lot. But he's not getting getting them tight like he was that week that he won. Because if this dude starts, you know, going from 50 feet to 3 feet all the time and just tapping in birdies at every course – they're going to have to change something like, right. you, you know, it's like if they started hitting home runs at Coors Field on every other pitch, they need to move the fences back. That's right. basically what's going on right yeah. now with Bryson DeChambeau, but he's not dialed in with the wedges right now. So he's uh, Shaq. You need to reinforce the rims for him. I mean, something's yes. got to change if he keeps this up. Yeah. So shout out to Spencer for uh, the tip there. And in fact, I was about to take the under on his longest drive of the week being over 380.5 and spencer talked me out of it so again Bro. thank you to spencer from saving me yeah from and i was kind of loss when we chatted those up i was feeling good about him i i was a big believer in bryson now did i think it'd be over both props within like seven holes uh probably not because i woke up with you texting me how the 350 and a half was done yeah took care of that in what like three holes two holes two Jeez. His first drive was 354. We had 355 and a half. He hit 354 uh, on the first hole or with the 10th hole for him. And then his second drive was 362. Um, then later he hit one 407 because this is where uh, Spencer talked me out of it. He was like, Phil Mickelson hit right. one 394 right. on 17 last week. And I was like, right. oh, well, Phil, who 
Phil's a big hitter, but Phil's also 50. Yeah. Um, I'm like, if Phil can hit at 394 on 17, Bryson can hit it further than that. Well, yeah, he hit 407 on 17. I was like, that's one of the longest drives I've ever seen in a PGA event. And then he backs it up on number one, which how amazing would it have been if he started on number one and hit that drive? He hit a 423-yard drive on number one. So 11 holes in, he's hit two drives over 400 yards. It's just uh, fake. It's fake. Like, I, I don't know what to say about this. He beef, He went and got more beefy during his week off, and now he's hitting 400-yard drives. What would the line have had to be set at for you to take – Bryson DeChambeau drives over 400 yards over one and a half in the in the tournament, <laughs> let alone like the first day. It's so stupid, dude. What I would have instantly, I would have instantly stayed away from it because I'm sure it would have been like plus 600 or something for him to hit two drives over 400 on the week, and it would have been like minus you know whatever to hit the under. I would have just been like, ah, oh, stay away from this bet. It yeah. doesn't make any sense. Insane. Um. I mean, he he could hit eight. I mean, who knows how many drives he's going to hit over 400. I looked. DraftKings doesn't have uh, options on, on longest drives tomorrow, which I guess is fair. I don't know where they would – where would they set it? If he hit one 423 today, I mean, to, to be fair. There's no reasonable number to set. 415? Like, is that where they have to put that? On the day, though, man. It's like 410 might be reasonable. I mean, all he has to do is hit the fairway on that on that 17th hole, and he gets such de- – there's a huge downhill slope. And <laughs> I mean, I don't think you consider the under until it's set at like 430. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be above what he already did today before you're intrigued by it. People's champ over here, man. And you can get Bryson at some nice. Uh, he was in like the plus nine hundreds to win it all. Now he's in the plus eighteen hundreds. So what is he? That's at? Just what is he at? Oh, he's uh, what was he? Plus one? Yeah, he's plus one, tied for forty-two. Uh, I I have a thing about that. Hmm. I don't care where the number is. I don't. I can't bet on a guy who's over par. Interesting. Yeah, and I'll probably lose on that eventually. Um. A couple yeah. other notes here on golf. Uh, our guy, uh, Mark Hubbard, Colorado guy, two under. He was he was the sole leader. He kind of – what did he do late? Yeah, for real. Oh, he doubled his last hole. Oh, no. So he was at five under at one point, oh, and then he no. went bogey, par, par, double to finish. That's tough. Oof. <clears throat> That's a shame. And then uh, Wyndham Clark. From Valor Christian High School, um, was there with Christian McCaffrey. I actually competed against Wyndham Clark when I was sure. in high school playing golf, and competed is being used extremely <laughs> liberally here. I mean, it competed only in the sense of we were both at the same course at the same time. But <laughs> right. that's about all I competed with him. Um, he is – oh, I just lost his name. Where is he? He's even. Yep, he's even. 25th right next to my guy, Jim Furyk. Tiger Woods, I had him to go under 69 and a half today. Did not hit <clears throat> like most not. things that I bet on today. He shoots 71. To be honest, it was a bad bet. Uh, and no one went under. Yeah, five no guys uh, under 69 and a half. That was oh, right, uh, right, right, right. Yeah. I thought, remember yesterday I said, you know, 69 will get you into the top 20. Um, that was wrong. Yeah. 71 got you into the top 20. 
Yeah. So no, it was crazy. Kind of a a little bit of a bloodbath for me out there on the course today because of course Ches Reeve shoots one under as Jim Furyk shoots even. I had two bets of Jim to beat him and mm-hmm. gotta go back to the well, I guess. Gotta you know shooters keep shooting. Luckily, when you pressed me for this bet as well, because I was I was giving you all sorts of options, good value bets. Uh, I settled in on Colin Morikawa to beat Ricky Fowler. And despite shooting a plus four on the day, mm-hmm. Colin Morikawa easily beat Ricky Fowler and his plus nine. So that was nice. At least I was right about one thing, which was that Colin Morikawa was not going to be able to do it again. Man, were you ever right? He just started rough and never got it. Never got it together. I find it, you know, um, it's a tough watch when a guy's on his back in UFC and the other guy's just like pounding on him. I find it almost tougher to watch a professional golfer play poor golf. Like Mm. the pain that they have because they know what they're capable of and they're just not doing it that day. Like it's, it's actually really hard for me to watch Colin Morikawa at one point, like had, I don't know, probably 120 yards in and he was and he and he left himself like a 40 foot putt. Mm. And he just said, he said, what is going on? Like, you know what I mean? Just like, I, I couldn't handle it. I'm like, this is so hard to watch. He's so good. He's so oh, capable. Brutal. And it's just not happening for him, you know? Like, he just put together three really good rounds and one, you know, decent round. Even, you know, the worst round he had last week was even. And he was at right. one point, like, five over. Um, and then Xander yeah. Shoffley's out there Whoa. with him. I'm playing pinball. I don't even know if he's playing golf. Um, that's the X-Men one man struggled. It's a bad, bad pick from our guy Spencer, but he gave oh. us a uh, Deshambo, and then he also had Patrick Cantlay. Cantlay's two under, so two good picks there. Well, and Sung J M, you talked me out of him. He shot a plus six. Dustin Johnson with a plus eight. Like we had some big names really stink it up. Matt I know. Wolf I wanted with to, a I wanted plus to, five. This course uh, is already taking some big name victors, uh, victims here. Yeah, I I really wanted to come out and say like the course reared its teeth today. You know, it reared Man. its head, showed its teeth, and but like Tony was t- Tony shot six under. Colin Morikawa shot seven under last week uh, on Thursday, and like we were singing yeah. his praises and talking about how he beat up the course. So I I don't. I mean, it, it was very very variable today like you either played really well or you just got crushed right and i think we'll still see some variance because again you know tony really killed it but outside of the top four then everyone's within a couple shots you know ricky fowler shot 81 (laughs) insane man i think i i'm pretty yeah oh god i think it's fair to say bet against ricky until he figures it out like that guy's struggling and everything he's doing is only leading to worse results. Yeah. So he's kind of in that dark hole where you're trying to kind of like me in betting right now, aside from these props that are working out here, you're trying to work out of that hole and uh, things only get worse sometimes. Yeah. He's betting plus four fifties trying to, <laughs> trying to dig himself out. <laughs> Keeps putting together these stupid parlays that just <laughs> by noon, he knows he's blown it. You know, it's just like, Nothing works for him. Oh, God. Well, speaking of stupid parlays, we're going to get to those in a second. But before we do that, a big shout out to DraftKings Sportsbook, presenting sponsor of this show. I mean, I don't know what to tell you guys. 
this app is so great. There's so like you just if you're bored, you just like yeah. hop on there and you're instantly entertained. There's so much fun stuff to bet on. Yeah. They're doing awesome uh, props for this tournament. They had all these fun tiger bets. Uh, mm-hmm. And of course, right now, when you go to DraftKings Sportsbook, you can get a sign up bonus up to one thousand uh, dollars when you use the code DNVR. Uh, sign up bonus up to a thousand dollars when you use the code DNVR at sign up only at DraftKings Sportsbook. And again, there's just so much fun stuff going on at DraftKings Sportsbook. So hop on there and have yourself some fun. Of course, you must be 21 or older, Colorado only. The bonus is comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires a 25x playthrough. And restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, let's, uh, let's get our Ricky Fowler on here, Andre. We, we got to, and uh, let's see if they've added some props on that because the props that I liked early looking at this, golf-related, you can take Tiger to beat Brooks Kepka at plus 105. Brooke, I, Brooks, I believe, got him by one stroke today. But I think Tiger was looking good early. I, I, I saw him dialed in. I think day two, he's going to be a lot better. Brooks, yeah, sure, he's treading water, and... He, he could be the big game Brooks we've seen before, but I frankly, I doubt it. And at plus 105, I, uh, I like that. Get this one, though. Gary Woodland, who really good today. You can get him to beat Webb Simpson, one of the guys who absolutely stunk it up, at plus 115, Ryan. Hmm. Yeah. These are always tough, though, because there's no pressure on Webb Simpson when he wakes up tomorrow. Mm. He's just like, well, I guess I can go try and throw out a 65 and make the cut, you know? Um, whereas Gary Woodland wakes up like, I got to go try and win a tournament today. You know, I got to go make some moves so I can so I can make some plays later. I don't know. I, I just, I got to tell you, I don't, I don't love it. You don't think this run of form from day one, this large variance we already have, is going to prove true? I think it might kind of correct itself. Mm. And you'll notice that in some of my picks here. I think, I don't know. This is what what makes betting on golf fun, because you just don't know. Um, I think that some of these guys who went high today go low tomorrow. Some of the guys who went low today just kind of flounder. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to shoot eight over all of a sudden. Sure, sure. Right. But I think, you know, you're going to see some evens, whereas the Colin Morikawas of the world Do might go answer. out and throw a three under or whatever. Yeah. And on the money lines to win the tournament, I think there's some value on some guys you could target like that. Like I was mentioning Bryson who I think could kind of turn it around tomorrow. You know, Ricky Fowler, as far as matchups, how do you feel about Brendan Todd? (laughs) I mean, obviously, after a plus nine, that's who you're getting for Ricky. So it's not going to be. But if you're feeling confident about Brendan Todd, you could take him at plus 116, no tie, uh, or plus 140 with the tie being in play. I don't don't like fading Ricky. It makes me sad. I really (laughs) like Ricky. Yes, and yet the only thing that makes me happy watching Ricky is betting against him because <laughs> it is hella sad right now. Well, why don't you take him then? Go ahead and take Brendan Todd. Do you have anything on Brendan Todd for me? I aside that he shot a plus three today. I believe he is the um, the barber that kills people, right? 
<laughs> Sweeney Todd. Oh, Sweeney Todd. My bad, my bad. Um, yeah, that's all I got for you on Brendan nice. Todd. Nice. Okay. I think he was in contention at one of these tournaments recently. I can tell you that. I might stay away from that, but you, you can talk me into some other golf bets. Okay. Uh, well, quickly, just a fun one here. You've got the Colorado matchup. Mark Hubbard mm-hmm. versus Wyndham Clark. Um, nice. Hubbard better form of recent and yeah. and he's a um, minus 106 to win that matchup so pretty nice yeah not bad value there they both they both threw out good rounds today yeah um hubbard just really screwed himself late uh i've got two here for you that i feel good about so far as i'm looking through this <laughs> maybe i'll go back to the jim furick well tomorrow uh xander shoffley to beat justin thomas again Shoffley, uh, uh, there's nothing. He wakes up tomorrow with, I guess I'm going to play golf today. Like he's not like he's not even in the tournament anymore. He's just playing for fun, uh, and I think that that's going to result in some low numbers for him. And so JT with plus, a plus two today. Yeah, Shoffley plus one fifty uh, to beat Justin Thomas. So a lot of value there, yeah. uh, and then. Another one here where you're you're matching up a guy who played poorly with a guy who played pretty darn well in Patrick Cantlay. Colin Morikawa, plus 130 to beat Cantlay. I think Morikawa uh, throws out some numbers tomorrow, throws out some birdies. Okay, I like him. Uh, and then, you know what? You got you to gotta ride or die with your guys. Do it. Uh, Jim Furyk's my guy. So I'm taking yeah. him again to beat Ches Reevy tomorrow. I need him to go, you know... What if Jim throws out five under tomorrow and and then he's right in the thick of things as long as Tony doesn't go crazy. Um, but plus one twenty. Plus one twenty five. Plus one twenty five. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. What is Tony at? Do you see the matchup in there? Let's see who Tony's playing. Okay. Hey, I, I was asking you this in text and you never gave me an answer. Do you believe in the speed form this weekend? No. Okay. Tied for eighth, you don't care. We're in a we're in a show me mode with Spieth. He's gonna have to win something honestly before I trust him in any way, shape, or form. Oh man, dude, I don't. I'm not seeing any Tony Fino. Oh, you could get the Shambo against Mark. Yeah, yeah, I'm not seeing Fino either. Let me give it one more scroll. A lot of DeChambeau, Matthew Wolf, Cameron Champ. That's a shame. I'm sure it's in here somewhere. I'm just it's hard to find. Yeah, there's a lot of matchups as you guys could imagine Mm-mm-mm. yep nothing here okay how about some six shooters i bet you he's in one of these yeah probably man yeah i what you got one there yeah and the six shooters he's a plus 400 in a group with john ram woodland webb simpson billy herschel and sergio garcia well uh, rams the ram and woodland aside you kind of like rom it. Oh, Rom. Yes, 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 yes. Um, you would. So here's just something to consider. If if last week is any sort of um, barometer, Tony uh, has a chance. You know, usually you see it correct, but Colin Morikawa just got dialed in on the course and then just went and knocked it around the next day too. You know, I think he had a four-stroke lead on the field after day two last yeah. last week. So. It was like 66, 67, right? Yeah. Right. Like, it, 
if you want to ride that, then you go Tony Finau and the six shooter, and you and you try to get your plus four hundred out of that. I like that. That's one I like. I'm taking that. All right, I like I like that you like it. Yeah. Uh, and I just I wish we could bet on Bryson DeChambeau's drives. I just wanted to, I just want that I want to I want that to be so a part good. of my life tomorrow. I know we got to check in the morning and see if maybe they add that. Yeah. For sure, because uh, they've already added some some markets since we looked at it before jumping on. Hmm, interesting. All right, what else we got tomorrow? Uh, anything in the prem? Uh, just one game: West Ham Watford. Um, fade West Ham. Fade West Ham probably should be the strategy, but man, dude, I'm 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 almost forcing a timeout. But I was telling you, I'm going from parlay Dre to the prop kid. Because the props, you know, the fight of the night and the shamble going over, uh, not quite a prop, but Morikawa beating Ricky. Those are all uh, prop, prop adjacent. Those, those are the only thing that seems to be working. Yeah, I mean, if you wanted to fade West Ham at plus 265, I, I would endorse that. So with that line, though, sticking to props, tomorrow's a must win for our Colorado Rapids going against um, Sporting Kansas City. Uh, and you, the other two teams in the group both won Minnesota United against uh, Real Salt Lake. I think you got to root for Real Salt Lake, root for the Rapids to win, and then you hope that Rapids Minnesota United just becomes basically a, a play in game in this final game. <clears throat> now, in these games, what happens is you have Kai Kamara, the great striker for the Rapids, one of the great strikers in the MLS the last decade. He's playing against his former team in Sporting Kansas City, and I know the Rapids look terrible in that last game, but we got to remember, they started the season nicely. They ended last season nicely. This isn't the same Rapids we've seen the last couple of years. I think Kai Kamara, in this key game with the season on the line, gets a goal against his old team, not first to score, just to score. You can get Kai Kamara at plus 160. So not outrageous. The, the sportsbook thinks it's pretty likely as well. They're saying that's happening. But I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Dre. How about that? Here's the, th- here's the thing about me watching the Rapids tomorrow. If I oh. sign up for that, this is like a last chance for them. I mean, it, whether it is for you or not, it's a last chance <laughs> for them regardless. <laughs> if uh, that helps. <laughs> like this is like the MLS is on thin ice with me. I'm with you. Um, so like, do you think this is going to be a good match? Good is relative. Do I think it'll be the best soccer game you've seen in your life or this week? No. Do I think it might be fun to root for the boys to try and win this one with the season on the line and see if Kai Kamara can bag one in? Yes. All right. I'll put my scarf on. There you go. And uh, and and what? And I kind of think they're only going to score one goal, so I think you should just take them to score first. That might be good advice. I think that was plus five ten. Now, now you're in uh, Ricky Fowler working on the swing at the driving range territory. Yep, that's right. Oh gosh, the thought of <laughs> signing my because you know. Especially if I have an opportunity to watch something I'm betting on. I'm taking that all day. Yeah. The thought of signing up for that after the, la- the what happened last time I watched one of those games is is daunting. So I'm going to be a game time decision. It's gonna be, I, I don't know if I'm going to plan my night around this. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. If I've got nothing better to do, I will take Kai Kamara to score. 
There you and, go. Uh, <laughs> and watch intently as they blast balls three rows into the stands where there's no one sitting and, uh, you know, uh, leave guys unmarked in the box and all that other <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> Great MLS stuff. Yeah, it's true. Oh, I don't want to become an M- I want to be an MLS lover. I wish I could be the MLS ambassador. I know. But I they're too. making life hard on me. Trust me, I tried. And uh yeah, <laughs> this is not Seattle. Um, <laughs> these are not the Sounders. Have actually. the are the are, are my Philadelphia Union in action? Bro, they are qualified. Um they do they played like yesterday and the next game will be meaningless, so it'll be a minute till we can get some meaningful action on the Union. Okay. But I'm all in on the Union, brother. All in. I'm with you. We're we're this. we're in a union for the union. No, I mean truly that's that's Allie's soccer team. We we've decided. She's a Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. That's her. No team, Man right? City. Yeah, no, forget yeah. Man City. It's it's the union through and through. Do you think the their fans call them Philly U? I'm sure we could find the five on Twitter and ask them directly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you kind of missed an opportunity. You should have just said, "I don't know." You should ask him. Um, (laughs) okay i think that's gonna wrap it up for us today you got any anything else you want to throw at me um i mean it's a slow day i've already given you plenty of props and bets i I know i just uh, you know sometimes you throw in faroe island soccer at the end of it no i've got no faroe island soccer congratulations to real madrid on winning the league today um and screwing my uh biggest parlay on futures only Um, they cost you 37 g's right there Yep, sure did. <laughs> sure did. <laughs> Certainly will be the only leg that doesn't come through. Oh, yeah, you can bet that. Yeah, I'm sure LeBron wins MVP to make that all happen. So, yeah, no, I've. Um, it's going to be a slower day, um, but I want to leave you with this note. Never let me bet on the KO or TKO in the UFC. We're only taking decisions for, like, the next two cards until things get figured out here. So you're saying... Just bet to go the distance? Yes. Like, how much money would we have made if we had just gone chalk with that the last two cards? Dude, if we, went, if we did the round-robin parlay yes. on to go the distance yeah. yesterday, we... We would have uh, done really well. Yeah. And that Laziz, like, we couldn't find a bet to bet on the other side. Had we gone... Had we hit, like, Laziz across the board, we'd be... Be, we'd be rolling in it right now. I could. The sniper was amazing. Like not since Mike Perry have someone sold us so much since the, going against him. The biggest problem with the sniper is his nickname. The man has three Z's in his last name. Mm. He needs to be Triple Z Laziz. Yes, or something like put you to sleep, like you know, related the to sleep, the, triple the sleeper. Z's. Yeah. No Triple Z. There's a lot of these guys. And the MLS as a whole, who we could give very good advice to. I'm just saying. We need to be. We need to start a firm, a nickname consulting firm. Yep. And maybe other logistic things, like have your games on TV potentially. Oh, and televise the the round of golf. <laughs> that was the other thing. Last thing I'll say. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, Colin Morikawa and Xander Shoffley and Dustin Johnson are all out there just freaking hacking up the course. Mm-hmm. And those are, the, those are the featured groups. Usually they Dude. cut away from these guys when they're absolutely sucking. And 
that I think that's why it was so tough for me to watch today. Like usually they're like, "Oh, Colin Morikawa is four over. We're gonna we don't have to, we don't have to look at him for the rest of the day." And I had to watch these guys like struggle. True, I mean, imagine like you know, they just they pour their entire lives into this, and the sport is just built to make you fail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm starting to feel their pain, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and with that, we're going to wrap things up on DNVR Bets Daily for today. Hope you guys have a great day, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Shooters keep shooting.